0: Main Street Media, Thursday night football game of the week is on the air. Tonight's game is brought to you by the Tennessee Safety Highway Office. Remember, fans don't let
1: fans drive drunk. Now, to bring you tonight's action, here are Wade Neely and
2: Scott Stewart.
1: and good evening ladies and gentlemen welcome 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 another edition of main street preps thursday night high school football at game of the week time here on main street media radio presented as always by the tennessee highway safety office who remind fans uh, remind you that fans don't let fans drive drunk alongside scott stewart wade neely saying hello we come to you tonight from the gorgeous campus of battleground academy we're here at the guffey brown stadium where tonight the bga wildcats are set to host the christ presbyterian academy cpa line scott good evening my friend how you doing
3: i'm doing great man i've been fired up about this game ever since i saw it on the schedule i never i've seen bga back in the day way back in the day whenever uh, i was in high school Uh, they came down to giles county a couple times but i don't ever remember coming up here never seen this uh campus and it is an amazing campus uh and this football feels great. So it's proud to be here at uh Battleground Academy in Franklin. Uh we've been treated extremely well. Everybody's taking good care of us. And uh of course we we're there's a familiar foe out here. you know, as as you guys know, Wade and I come from Giles County and we had some battles with CPA back in the day, back in the early two thousands, uh late uh, early two thousand tens. For uh, Giles County, but uh, so CPA is looking good. BGA is still trying to find themselves, and they've got a lot of injuries. Talk a little bit about that. In the pregame, man, it's just it's great to be here after last week being off, and and uh, just welcome everybody, to me, everybody in for a great night of Thursday night football.
1: Yeah, it is going to be a fantastic night. The sun is setting uh, back behind us. We have got a gorgeous backdrop here on the lovely campus of BGA. CPA comes in with a three and one overall record. Uh, BGA is two and two. The Lions are 1-0 and in Division II region play, and the Wildcats enter at 0-1. So, Scott, you kind of set it up just a moment ago. We kind of know what we've got thus far from CPA, and that's a very talented team. they got a lot of great skill players. Yeah. they got a lot of uh, college commits already or signees even. And on the other side, though, BGA – Kind of having a little bit of a, a renaissance. Uh, they had some success five or six years ago, and they're trying to rebuild back to those levels. So tonight is going to be a fun matchup uh, between, and really, as you said, if we could figure out what BGA's got tonight, we could be in store for a really good ball game.
3: Yeah, but the problem is, as we talked about, Wade, there's a lot of a lot of really good players hurt for BGA. Uh, Locke Kennedy, who's a receiver quarterback, DB He's, he's out he's been out since like the first or second game. He's not back yet. Evan Hannaberry is out. We thought Jack Hannneberry was going to be uh, the other the brother Jack Hannaberry was going to be out but he's he's been out there practicing so we, uh, warming up so we think he's going to be back but they've got uh, Jeremiah Rains and a linebacker is out. David uh, Demarest is out. He's a linebacker. They've got a lot, a lot of their linebacker core. Linebacking core out, and that's going to be tough against a, a really good CPA offense. Now, what we got though is you have got the CPA offense, which is got uh, some great ball players, including, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, a young man that's uh, that's headed that wants, that's headed to LSU most likely. But then on the other side, on the BGA side, from what I saw, their quarterback uh, he's just a sophomore, uh, Caden Marable. He got He, is, uh, he will be, be probably the most accurate quarterback we've seen tonight uh, so far this year. Wait. I mean he's when I looked at the highlights uh, on these two teams, that's the one thing that stood out to me was his arm strength and his, and his accuracy.
1: Yes, and uh, CPA under the direction of uh, Engel Martin still this guy has done a fantastic yeah. job. He's a, a prep legend here in middle Tennessee, uh, and then obviously goes on to Florida with a great career and then bouncing around several stops in the NFL. And since he has taken over in two thousand and eleven, this program has really uh taken their already established program kind of to new heights as uh since they joined the division two ranks, they got the twenty eighteen and twenty twenty titles. Uh they finished either champion or runner up every year since twenty eighteen. Yeah. Uh so they are really loaded and uh kind of the onus of this game will be indeed on the Wildcats too uh tonight. But you're right. And uh you make a great point when you say that BGA at least looks the part, at least in our pregame warm ups uh routine that we've seen from both of our teams here tonight.
3: Yeah, just some names you can look for, for uh from both teams. Uh on the defensive side for BGA look for names. Uh well, we'll look for Jack Hinnaberry. I had Evan Hemenaberry, uh actually uh yeah, Jack Hinnaberry uh is is the one that w- that we think will play. You got Christian Thompson at quarterback Alex Giannotti, cornerback. Of course, we got a lot of a lot of kids that haven't that haven't gotten a lot of starts that'll be playing uh, linebacker. So uh, we'll be calling out some different names there. Looks like we got to we'll take a minute to uh, do our prayer.
1: We'll have a quick prayer. We'll have our national anthem, and we will step aside for a timeout. You're listening to Main Street Preps Thursday Night Game of the Week coverage. We're back right after this. <laughs> Main Street Preps Thursday Night High School Game of the Week action brought to you all season long by our friends at the Tennessee Highway Safety Office who remind you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. Alongside Scott Stewart Wade Neely saying hello, our producer making all the magic happen. He is the great one. He is Justin Kulik. Good to be back with J.K. as well and Scott. Crowd is filling in nicely here. And on the south end of Williamson County, we are in store for a really good ball game tonight. Like you said, this is a jam-packed talent-filled roster for CPA. But uh, they have already been beaten once this year. Pearl Cone, um, folks that have been reading Main Street preps a lot this year know it. Pearl Cone uh, is playing a very challenging schedule. They knock off NBA week one, then they follow up with the win versus CPA. That's their lone blemish. And uh the Lions yeah. right now coming in three and one versus the two and two Wildcats.
3: Yeah, talking about CPA, uh, some of the players we're gonna be looking for. Brandon Streeter is their senior quarterback. Uh, from what I noticed of what the highlights I saw, he really kinda of has a good good uh good view of the field. He sees the field real well, decent arm strength. A couple of good, really good receivers, including uh Andre Evans, the young man that we talked about that's uh headed to LSU, uh, the wide receiver core for CPA is just, uh, just amazing. And, and really, to be honest with you, as much as I like Andre Evans, I like uh, Jackson Matthews. He's got good size, uh, good speed, great target, moves really well with the ball. He would have turn punts. I saw where he turned one for a touchdown. You got Andre Evans. You got Riley Gregory Sr. You got Gale, uh, Gannon, Kale, uh, Gannon Kale as well. All these guys are seniors. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I mean that's 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 a lot. Whenever you got a very senior laden team for CPA, whereas BGA's got a few uh, more underclassmen that we'll see out there tonight. So beyond the defense, you're going to see Gregory. You're going to see Crew Laws at inside linebacker. Steel Chance, which is the name of the night, by the way. Steel Chance sounds yep. like sounds like a good Western name, doesn't it? In, inside linebacker Leroy Harris, the third Weston Parker Jr. You've Got Evans, Matthews, and Kale all at the all at the uh, defensive back position. CPA is pretty stacked and
1: packed, and, and like I said, not only with talent, but with experience. They have got a loaded squad, and uh, we can tell you, we've talked about Andre Evans, the LSU. Coming from Pearl Cone, uh, he's got quite the backstory story as a, kind of a chance workout at the Division One Academy Um Kind of from a rough upbringing, uh, a tough upbringing, but he uh, has found new life and transferred from Pearl Cone. Was already on his way to start him at Pearl Cone, but now has really kind of flourished as a member of CPA. He's headed to LSU. Streeter, the quarterback, will play at the next level at Delaware, home of the mighty Joe Flacco, as uh, I'm sure Justin Kulick was quick to point out
5: there. <laughs>
1: uh, Cruz Law is set to play at North Carolina. He'll join uh, his brother, former CPA quarterback Cade Law. Right. You got Jackson Matthews who is the grandson of uh the legendary Doug Matthews See, I didn't of, of the that, Tennessee that, 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 that makes a lot of sense. Tennessee man. fame and uh son of Tate Matthews who's a big name here in Middle Tennessee as well. Right. Uh, and then uh you did mention the western. Yeah, we got John Wayne Oliver, who's on CPA. He's headed to Ole Miss. Um and then you got Leroy Harris, son of the former Titans offensive lineman Leroy Harris. He's kind of uncommitted. So, how about that, by the way? You got five guys that are already going to big time schools, and Leroy says, you know what? I'm going to weigh my options. He's got options from uh, Memphis, Eastern Kentucky, and some other schools. And then the big names uh, on BGA are Marable, the quarterback, like you mentioned. This is a sophomore that really has kind of looked great both uh, on tape in his first couple of games and in warmups tonight. And then Arnett Hayes. Uh, who transferred from Webb over there uh, in Bell Buckle. Right. It's a kid that can really go too. So there's really talent on both sides. It might just be slightly more skewed to CPA, but I think right. we're in store for a good ball game either Another way. Another player to
3: look for on the BJA side is Will Evans. Uh he he is uh, I think it's Will. Let me look to make sure. Yeah, Will Evans. He's wide receiver. Uh he return he's a special teams uh, return guy. He uh, he's also he can he can pull in quarterback and I saw where an uh, highlight where he threw a touchdown to Marrable. So and by the way, just in case we haven't mentioned enough names, we're gonna have to throw. We are in you know we are in Franklin, just south of Music City. The third string BGA quarterback happens to be come on number fifteen in. Uh, let me go ahead and make sure. Bo Bryan, whose dad happens to be a gentleman named Luke Bryan. Hmm. That's right. Man, if we get to if we get to the third string quarterback, of course, uh, I think in this game it's going to be hard to get down there unless somebody gets hurt. We do not want that to happen. So <laughs> let's uh, let's hope that we uh, we're calling Marable all night. Because th- th- I will say this about Marable he his arm strength is pretty impressive for a sophomore. He's a real skinny kid too. He's not real big yet, but he's got some arm strength. And, and some of the passes I saw him throw on the
1: highlights that I watched he can he can put it on a dime, baby. This team and this uh, offense has been explosive. Again, if you're just joining us, we're prepping for CPA at BGA, and uh, these uh, teams come in with records of three and one and two and two. And CPA really has uh, kind of lit it up outside of the loss, as we mentioned to Pearl Cone. This has kind of been a dominating, ro- uh, one-sided rivalry over the last nine to ten meetings. As a matter of fact, CPA enters on a nine-game win streak, including a 28 nothing victory last year. Uh, these teams met uh, back in 2018 in Cookville for the state championship. It was 41-21 that night. But BGA kind of got a little pep in their step, kind of got their swagger back, and uh, the captains are out. We're moments away from our coin toss here.
3: Yeah, your captains for BGA, Alex Giannotti, Jeremiah Reigns, Jack Hena- uh, Henneberry, and Jackson Fisher over on the uh, CPA side. I got two of them so far, Will Will Carroll and Hayden McKee looking for, let's see, it looks like uh, Tyler Langford, And there should be one other one. I haven't got his number yet, but we'll get that in just a minute. Coin flip is up. And he dropped it.
1: I think that's good.
3: <laughs> looks like uh, BGA is one. No, looks like CPA is one. And they will defer. No, nope, they will actually accept the ball. And uh, I'm not exactly. I believe that we are facing east, which means that BGA will be defending the what? The north end zone? Am I right? I got
1: to get my. I get got me. a little topsy turvy, uh, discombobulated, if you will, on my drive in. So, I'll, I'll get my geography about me here in a moment. But you cannot beat this backdrop. It's the south,
3: it's the south end zone, excuse me.
1: We'll yeah, go I, north. We'll go south on this fateful Thursday night. They've got the inner sandman blasting CPA. We got a little bit of a uh, a showdown right now as who's going to run out first. Who's going to out
3: first, right? Look at there. <laughs> uh, uh, a big 747 going over from the airport. How about
1: that? Two of them. Flying right on by here. Southwest Airlines. Man. I mean, flying in low. It really is.
3: Didn't realize we were on the flight path.
1: (laughs) Yeah. uh, CPA does blink first. They take the field, and here come the Wildcats now. PGA is going to wear royal blue tops with gold bottoms, blue helmets with royal gold trim, CPAs in white tops, white bottoms, gold helmets, purple numerals. Two great teams, two great uniforms, two great coaching staffs. We didn't really dive into Jonas uh, Rodriguez, by the way, the coach for BGA, who has been a longtime staple uh, in Middle Tennessee, especially in Division II football. A named head coach in 2019 after a couple of years at Evangelical Christian School. Uh, and he also had coached at Innsworth, MBA FRA, played uh, his ball as a prep at MBA and then went on to Yale. At uh, wide receivers. so two great head coaches, two great teams, a gorgeous backdrop. Scott Stewart, I don't know what more we could want on a Thursday night here, my yeah, friend. Yeah, two southwestern airplanes.
3: South, yeah, southwestern airplanes fly over at the at, at, as the teams run out.
1: I mean, the timing—it's
3: almost, almost like a flyover at Titan Stadium. The,
1: ti- the timing was uh, impeccable, I will admit.
3: <laughs> Got two really good teams, some really good ball players out there. I don't know what else we can ask for on a high school uh, Thursday night. Uh, to just kind of get us warmed up for tomorrow night, right? Yep, got a
1: great slate of games tomorrow all across uh, the Main Street Preps universe.
3: Yep, I was listening. By the way, if anybody's uh, tuned in now, if you'll listen to the uh, Main Street Media Radio at MainStreetMediaRadio.com, dot com before we've we've got it set up now where all of our pre a lot of our pregame stuff that we do uh, on Main Street Media TV and Main Street Media Radio it plays before this. Wade's got a show that he does down in Giles County. And then we have a high school wrap up preview show that we do every week. Uh, a lot of our, a uh, lot of our uh, counties have their own preview shows as well. So, and all of that played leading up to us. We're trying to get our programming kind of set for the radio, and that was something that we were able to get going this week. And I, I listened to it coming up. So, uh, if you get a chance, MainStreetMediaRadio.com is where you can pick that up.
1: That, my friends, was a smooth plug, my friend. Well done, Scott. Yeah, do well, it. you know. Shameless
0: plug, if you will.
1: They finally are teeing this up. And uh, just a hair past seven o'clock, we are right off of Mack Hatcher Parkway, by the way, in case you're wondering where we are. It had been a while since I'd been to the campus of BGA, so it's good to be back over here. And at 702, Toe Hazmat Leather, we are underway. A short kickoff going to be fielded on the near side hash by the go. lines and breaking out uh- and busting loose into space all the way across the 40, out across the 50, and Weston Parker's still somehow on his feet. He's down finally at around the 29, maybe the 28-yard line. The junior Weston Parker caught that around the 10 and took off. About a 60,
3: what is that? Uh, About a 60-yard return. Uh, Kickoff return. Sets sets him up at the 25-yard line, so
1: So how about that start for the Lions here? Here comes this vaunted line offense. They'll be in the shotgun for a good chunk of the ballgame, if not the entirety here. And on first and 10, they go with a delayed give. And turning around and receiving the handoff and getting a couple yards is Cruz Law. Law picking up a handful there. Maybe going to give him six or so on the tote there. Sets up second and four. Crowd a little subdued after that big kickoff, Scott. Yeah, they uh, everybody was fired
3: up until uh, that young man got free, and it, they're lucky he didn't get all the way to the end zone what they are.
1: So Streeter, the quarterback, calls for it. Got two in the backfield now. Turns, gives. Good job of cutting up and making the tackle there for BGA. A give over the right side, and jumping up was, I believe, Yeah, the senior. Nice stop there. And it'll be shy of the sticks. So third and two here now.
3: So they've been run heavy now with uh, Law, and I, I, you know, can't imagine they would do, do anything else at this point than to hand him the ball to get this first down. They do have uh, Evans split wide left on this one, along with Matthews over there on the slot.
1: Eli Dickey, the H back. Was in the backfield briefly. Now he trots over kind of as a blocker on the left side. They give to Laws, and a great tackle. Laws is stretching. Thank you, got it. Yeah, he just barely got the first down. Good job flying in from Max Reed, the junior, and he stopped him. Definitely saved a, a potential touchdown, but nearly stopped him shy, but it's a first down. Just barely a first
3: down, and that's uh, three straight runs, 10 yards for Law. And uh, we're seeing that linebacker core that's kind of depleted for BGA playing pretty good right now, uh, doing a good job of, of stopping him just, just from from breaking free.
1: Now he's going to take the break, calls now. for the direct snap, and oh, my word, huge yeah. collision right at the line of scrimmage as he went toe-to-toe with the uh, linebacker Reed. Reed again. Reed's earning his paycheck right here. He has laid two vicious hits. He took the brunt of that lick right there, but again, not uh, afraid to step up and make the tackle. Law picks up four.
3: Four carries for 14 yards so far for Law, and he's going to take the snap again, Wade.
1: This is a run-heavy drive, opening drive of this ball game. Student body to the left. There's only about two players on the whole right side of the field. Everybody motioning toward that far sideline for us. And Law... Is brought down. Good tackle there for BGA by Pittman.
3: Picked up about four. It's gonna be third down again. It's been we've been heavy with
1: loss so far. It's third and two. They mark it from the seven. Nine minutes to go, and now a little trickery, and CPA is gonna burst through. A little give in the backfield, faking everybody to the left, and then Rawls Patterson, the sophomore. Just squirted loose on the right tackle there, and he busts into the end zone, 8.52 in the opening quarter. CPA marches down the field. The huge kick return set the drive up, and then they went all ground and pound for the opening score. How was
3: a seven-yard run. Is that what that was? Okay, seven-yard touchdown run. Just like that, we've got a seven-point,
1: seven-nothing score wave. Extra point up, extra point is good. And so 8.52 left in this opening quarter. CPA strikes first. BGA will get the football when we come back. You're listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night. High School Football Action brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Back in 30 seconds.
6: It's just a few cocktails at happy hour.
2: There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor.
4: I drink and drive all the time if you put away some drinks put away your keys fans don't let fans drive drunk brought to you by the tennessee highway safety office
1: cpa leads this contest 25 yard touchdown drive short field set up by a big kickoff return from weston parker And the Lions lead at 7-0. He's Scott Stewart. I'm Wade Neely saying hello. Hello. And now the Wildcats will get their hands on the ball here. Hammondtree, one of the return men. It lands short, and it is picked up by Christian Thompson. Thompson never really got a full head of steam. Good job defensively there by the Lions special teams unit, I should say. And they bring Thompson down. BGA will take over. 849 left in the opening quarter. Just around their – Twenty-yard line, maybe a little. So beyond. that
3: CPA drive, weight was twenty-five yards, uh, you know, and took about a little over three minutes off the clock, or like three oh eight off the clock. So.
1: So Maribel trots out now. Caden Maribel, very talented, despite you only a sophomore. This BGA attack has put up points. Had a great win versus Maplewood a few weeks ago. Also knocked off Nashville Christian. On first and 10, they fire in the slot, and it is caught by the uh, Arnett Hayes, the young man we told you about in our pregame. The junior hauling it in, and a short little give. And Hayes does the rest, picking up about six yards. It's second and Second and four upcoming here. Hayes splitting out to the far side now. BGA is uh, working right to left on your Main Street dials tonight in this first quarter. They turn and give on second and four and bottled up in the backfield. As many as three lines there coming up to make the stop. Law. Yeah, just absolutely flying to the football your boy, Steel Chance, was also in at the very end of the tackle there. Right. And it's going to be third and three, modest gain there. He maybe got lucky to get a yard.
3: Yeah, he ran into the two guys that, that carried the load on that offensive, both uh, number 13 as well, along with Law, the young man that scored a touchdown. They're both in the middle linebacker spots, so inside linebacker spots.
1: Third and three, little off tackle here. Good run though. and a great little burst over the right side, very near the first down. And yeah, first down yardage picked up. That'll get a cheer from the hometown faithful. Okay. And Walker converts on third down. I tell you what, I can see one thing
3: about the BGA uh, offensive line. They they got some good size on it, but look at the size of that defensive line for CPA. Look at that man in the middle. Good night of
1: <laughs> First and ten, they fire in the slot. Hayes does make the grab. He actually had to backtrack to grab it. And when he did so, he's unable to make up the ground on the reception there after the catch. And so he's going to lose about a yard officially there. Marable to Hayes. Loss of one officially, they mark it. Second and 11. 7 0 is your score. 646 left in this opening quarter. CPA marching, thanks to a big kickoff return, with a short field to pay dirt. Marrable in kind of that short shotgun, a pistol formation, as it were. Twin wideouts to his left. He's got a split into his right and H back to either side now as he rolls to his left and he's looking downfield and Hayes was never really open so he chucks it out of bounds. First incompletion of the night for Maribel.
3: Two for three now. Five yards for Maribel. That's and, and and that's showing some poise for a for a sophomore quarterback. And and if you've watched any of his highlights you'll see it. He he's just he's got a lot of poise uh for a kid that's that's a sophomore. Really only had a couple of snaps couple of games, played a couple of games late last year, and then uh, has started every game this year so far, I think.
1: Third and 11. That's a big point in this game, early game here. Mary good protection, but it breaks down quickly. Flying off from the left side is Eli Dickey, and the sophomore makes the sack and drops BGA. They'll be forced to punt here with six minutes and the clock running. Straight drop back right there after we saw a couple of quick passes and then a rollout. And the protection was there initially, but they could not fend off a charging Eli Dickey who got in there for the sack.
3: Yeah, the, the, there was plenty of time, but the coverage was great, and that's really what got him sacked was more the coverage than, the, uh, than anything else.
1: First time they've really tried to go downfield, as it were, after a couple of quick passes, as I mentioned. So there now be- it's fourth and 18.
3: Watch this, is the Matthews kid returning this punt right here.
1: Bringing it in at his own 41, cutting up field to around the 49, where a host of Wildcats, and the ball came loose at the end. I think we're going to look at forward progress being stopped here. They were BGA loose. comes up with the ball. Yeah, it looked like the whistles uh, were already being blown there. So BGA denied a chance at a late turnover there. A little bit better field position uh, defensively to start this drive after the big special teams return to start the game. It'll be first and 10 from the 49. Right. 5.19 to go. CPA leads 7 nothing. They had a methodical short drive on their opening possession. And here's our first pass attempt, and it is caught on that far side, about four yards shy of the sticks, but turning upfield. And close to the first down. That's Leroy Harris, the third. We mentioned Harris, one of those undecided at the next level uh, potential recruits for CPA. Right. Great job of running after the catch. Picked up the four yards he needed for the first down. They reset the chains. Officials weren't even ready. CPA was ready to go quickly. And on first and ten, Give up the middle, running, uh, now bouncing toward the right and stuffed yet again as Max Reed brought his lunch pail tonight, folks. That's the third big hit from Reed tonight. He brings down the ball carrier for a loss of about a yard. I think that might have been Patterson who scored the touchdown on the carry there.
3: They had 33 carrying the ball on that. That
1: uh, That was Patterson. Yeah, carrying the ball on that. So, second and 11, they mark it. Turn, give. Now we're going to get a little rollout to the left, and Streeter fires incomplete. Streeter just looking downfield, had pressure bearing down despite the rollout, and coming down on him was Hennenberry, and it's incomplete. So, third and 11. Well, that's another
3: smart quarterback play right there. Of course, you expect it from a senior. He had both of his wide receivers on left side were covered. He threw that ball in between the two of them, <laughs> and they were uh, to make because they were both covered. It was just there was nowhere to throw the ball.
1: Third and eleven here, four oh nine to go in the opening quarter. CPA trying to extend the drive, trying to maybe add to its seven nothing lead. Four wideouts, two to either side for your quarterback Braden Streeter. Oh, goodness. And this is caught a slant in a hurry and hauling it in and running it in is Leroy Harris, the third. Harris, the ball was out in an instant. Harris had already beaten his man, made the grab, shed a would-be tackler at around the 25, and then ran untouched for the final bit of that. What a score. And on a third and 11, that is A backbreaker early in this game. as CPA pushes its lead 13-0 with four minutes to go.
3: Yeah, yeah. And, and man, what an impressive specimen of a ball player Harris is. I mean, he looks – he's just – he's head and shoulders taller than everybody else out there. And uh, he caught that ball across the middle on a little slant, and and, uh, they just didn't have a chance.
1: Ball was out in plenty of time, and Harris did the rest after making the catch. Extra point good. 14-0 is your new score. Scott and I will return with more Main Street Preps Thursday night. High School Game of the Week coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office in 30
0: seconds. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control.
6: What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests. And we'll always have your back.
0: Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710. Or visit them at moxieservices.com. Main
1: Street Preps Thursday night game of the week. Coverage brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. CPA has extended its lead. It's now 14 to nothing. A 40-plus yard, 41-yard Touchdown catch for Harris. Streeter made a great throw as this kick is returned. Good little return there for the. Kristen Thompson. Thompson and the Wildcats.
3: Way to drive, uh, 41. It's actually a 49 yard drive. Uh, took about a minute 20 seconds off the clock. Four plays, one, two, three, four plays. Uh, the big one being the 41 yard touchdown pass from Streeter to
1: Harris. So, BGA definitely has its work cut out for itself now. They trail 14 to nothing. Wildcats are going to bring, they still have four wideouts in, but they're going to bunch them closer, and they're going to roll Marable out, rolling to his left for the second time tonight. This time, the pocket was broken down immediately, and he just gets out of danger and cuts up field. I like the vision there. He still wanted to throw downfield, but finally, once that option was not available, he picked up. Officially four yards before he tucked out of bounds.
3: Yeah, and that, that, he he just really shows a lot of uh, a lot of maturity for a, a young man that's that like I said is only in his second year of high school, uh, and he's out there against a lot of really good ball players right now.
1: Second and six from the thirty. Again, your score is fourteen to nothing. Now they stretch it back out after that bunch formation a moment ago. Give is in the backfield. And a nice carry in the backfield, but a great open field tackle. CPA flying to the ball. Steal chance. The junior linebacker slowed down the ball carrier. Walker never really got going. He might have gained a yard, but it might be a no gain. Either way, a promising play came up empty after a good tackle.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's it's third and sixth. The the linebackers are are downhill for CPA right now, and – the line's doing a great job of actually holding them off a little bit, but
1: it's tough. Nice pass. Throw on third and six, slant over the middle and grabbed. Great grab for Arnett Hayes, who is the talented junior. Kind of the real spark plug offensively. Other Marable for this Wildcat offense and a fresh set of downs. That is a much-needed third down out to their own 43 now. 13-yard pickup, BGA again, Royal Blue Tops, Gold Bottoms, great uniform combination tonight. CPA's in all white with purple and gold. First and 10, Marable, play fakes, now tosses long pass toward the far sideline, hauled in by Hayes, and he is blasted out of bounds, but he picked up three, maybe four yards. Kind of a long handoff right there, just tossed it all the way over in the, in the slot to make the grab.
3: Right, yeah, and, and you'll see that. That's that's what they do is they, they kind of throw those lateral passes. They try to extend the game, the running game, out to the edges, and then next thing you know, they'll do what they did just a minute ago, throw that slant across the middle. And uh, you saw on that slant across the middle just how accurate he is with that ball. I mean, he hit him right on the numbers about 15, 10, 15 yards down the field in traffic.
1: Long play call coming in here now. BGA's ready. Delayed handoff, trying to test the left side of the line. And the Lions had that play scouted out pretty well. Josh Jennings, the senior DB, he came up, and he's going to get credit for the tackle. But the line play, as you've noted a couple times tonight, Scott, is very impressive up front for CPA.
3: Yeah, yeah. The, their size, they've got the size. The, 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 the offensive line and defensive line are pretty equal on size, although that young man, uh, I, I even – kind of scared to even try to pronounce his name Wade, number fifty four out there. I'll, I'll let you let the professionals Rocco Abagonero. Oh, look out. I did it.
1: I had faith in you the whole time. Here's a quick <laughs> uh hitch route on the far side. Hayes kind of slips and the pass is incomplete. So it's going to be fourth down. Fourth and four from your own forty nine. Do you roll the dice? No, it looks like the punt unit's gonna come out. CPA has started their two offensive drives from the BGA 25 and from right at midfield. So a chance to at least flip field position, I suppose, here. 149 to go. Got to be real careful kicking to this kid.
3: Uh, I'm telling you, you said, like you said, that's uh, the Matthews kid. Jackson
1: yeah. Matthews is back. He's going to haul it in. He does make the grab at his own 16, loses one, loses two, lost two and a half. And finally, he gets out to the 30. Good little return. There was a flag, as Scott noted, that came in there. And after he lost the two, there was about ten bodies just converging right there. So, I really haven't – this could be a flag on both teams. Oh, is uh, it? I'm saying it could be. Yeah. I could see it going either way.
3: I think it's going to be a hold or a block in the back. Yeah, a No, face mask. I was just going to BGA. say, though,
1: I could see a face mask. There were so many bodies, but you're right. It could have easily been a hold or block in the back as well.
3: Well, he got, he got up in a scrum. You're right. And that's somebody just probably got their hand hooked up. And so they're going to be right back at the – well, they're going to be five yards. They keep moving back on opening field position. Of course, they started 20 on the other uh, – the BGA 25 to start off this game scored on that. Then they started to the forty nine on their last possession. Now they're back all the way back to the forty four. They're not gonna know what to do. Having to start all the way back to the forty four yard line. <laughs> yeah, it's CPA. The
1: uh, shades of our uh, contest earlier with James Lawson, anytime they uh were backed up on their own side of the field they struggled.
3: Right, yeah. Exactly.
1: But CPA has looked great thus far. They lead it fourteen to nothing and on first and ten. Good play, right yeah, there. nice give right there. BGA did a good job of flying to the football, but that's Joshua Mayernick. The senior, his first tote of the night. Right
0: down by number seven,
1: Pick Park up Balish. one.
3: Good tackle out there by number seven for BGA. That's eight, that's uh, Park Balish. I think he's one of those young men that have stepped in and with the uh, absence of a few, uh, with some of the injuries that they have.
1: Yeah, if you missed our pregame, see, uh, CPA's got an explosive offense, and BGA is working with a little of a limited roster tonight due to some injuries. I
3: mean, it'd be bad enough if you had everybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, now, but they're down about six players.
1: They go to Marinick again.
3: Very good. And
1: good job flying to the football. As many as four, maybe five Wildcats just swarming over there. Max Reed in on the tackle yet again. You can also toss in the big fella, Justice Pittman, who's a freshman out there playing, big number 55. A couple more converging.
3: Just got a feeling they're setting something up. Running that ball twice right up the middle like that. Watch out for, uh, watch out for Harris again out here, and also Matthews on this right side.
1: 15 seconds to go in the first quarter. Streeter calls for it. Quarterback straight drop back, looking lofting a gorgeous deep ball over the head of everybody, intended downfield for Matthews. But a pretty good coverage running step for step was we'll Giannotti. Gonna
3: we'll have a holding call. To- I would say they're going to decline that, though, wouldn't you? Holding against
1: the Lions. Yeah, yeah. they will decline it. It's and it's fourth and eight. And even as talented as CPA's offense is, I think they're going to wave the white flag a little and maybe punt. As I say that, no real punt unit has came out. The clock did stop with the incompletion. So something's going to have to give here. Either CPA is going to go for this or somebody's going to call a timeout. They're going for it. Streeter breaks the huddle. Unless this is a quick kick, we're looking at a fourth down, and now we do have a timeout. BGA had one man way back deep trying to maybe defend a quick kick. Now they burn the timeout. They're first. BGA. And with just seven seconds, Scott, we'll stay right here. And I, uh, we got to point out, Good third down stop defensively there after they were burned, BGA was on the previous defensive stand on right. third down, so we're seeing a little sign yeah. to life it's kind of taking them a drive or two to get going, but they are moments away from maybe their first real stop tonight.
3: Well, it's kind of like we saw at the Lawson game the, 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 the field position was already I mean, it was already, they already had the deck kind of stacked against them against this very, very talented CPA team, not that BGA's not talented, but I mean, we ran off some of, the, some of the folks and where they're going for CPA. They're also a very senior-laden team. They're very big, too. So you take all that. Now you give them the ball at the 25-yard line going in, and that's that's a that's a touchdown. Then you give them the ball at the 49-yard line, and they hit a, a big pass, a 41-yard pass. Now it's 14 to nothing. Now you've kind of moved them back, and you do Like you say, you do a lot better job. you got these guys stepping in that haven't played a lot. Now they're stepping into their roles on the defense. They're able to stop them. question is, are they going to stop them on a fourth down try or are they going to stop them on a punt? And it looks like the offense is coming back out.
1: (laughs) So, if you're thinking maybe we'll take the timeout, maybe they'll reconsider and punt, guess again. Harrison
3: Matthews on the
1: near side
3: and Evans on the far side. How do you cover these guys?
1: Fourth and eight, biggest play of the game thus far. CPA will go for it near midfield. Unless maybe they think about their own timeout. But Streeter, barking orders here. He's calling for the snap. This should be the final play of the quarter. He's going to drop back, looking in the near side. It is hauled in, catch made, an initial tackle missed, and that is a tough stop there as that goes begging, I should say, as Will Carroll, the tight end, kind of forgotten about on the far side, and he hauls it in for first down yardage. Yep. And that does take us to the end of the first quarter. So CPA puts up 14 points and they're on the move. Let's see if BGA can bow up defensively. They've got their hands full, but it's been a great ball game thus far. We step aside after the first quarter. We're back in 30 seconds where it's CPA 14, BGA zero. You're listening to Main Street Preps, Thursday night football game of the week coverage presented by the Tennessee highway
6: safety office.
0: Watch it. Did that guy even see that girl on her bike?
6: Well, sec, was, sec,
1: uh, second quarter here uh, set to begin alongside Scott Stewart. I'm Wade Neely. We're having a good old time here. Justin Kulik's our producer. It's good to be back with us,
3: man. Yeah, we were off last week. Yeah. I had we I had it was it was already planned, but it worked out good because I had family you know, stuff I had to do. Took my son to to college, so I wasn't going to be here. It just worked out better that way. I I got to say this about what just happened, you know. We talked about a lot about how BGA had done just a good job of, of, of holding them to fourth down and long, and then they just hit the. That's debilitating for a defense, for a team that's already getting beat fourteen to nothing. You know, it's just real tough.
1: They were they kind of had their backs broken on third down on the previous drive. Right now it happens to them on fourth down. Can BGA recover from the forty-two? Streeter's loading up and going long.
5: And he got it.
1: Wow. Evans oh will haul it in a 42-yard dime. It was a great throw, but it was maybe an even better catch.
3: Man, it was on. I mean, it was good coverage. He was there right there with him, but he dropped it on a dime, and Evans went up and got it. And, yeah, you're right. It's uh, The catch was probably more impressive than the than the throw, but, man, we're getting to see some really good football as far on the CPA side, and nothing against BGA. They're doing their best, obviously, against some really, uh, really uh, talented football players tonight.
1: Whew, an impressive throw and catch there. After a first rushing touchdown, CPA is now struck for two aerial scores, and the extra point makes it 21 to nothing. Eleven fifty-three to go in the second quarter. BGA set to receive. We'll come back in thirty seconds. You're listening to Main Street Prep's Thursday night football game of the
2: week coverage
1: presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.
6: It's just a few cocktails at happy hour.
2: There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. <laughs>
4: If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Welcome back to the Guffy Brown Stadium here
1: on the campus of BGA. Two and two Wildcats taking on the three and one CPA Lions, and it's been all Lions thus far. It's It's got to be maddening if your head coach, uh Jonas Rodriguez for BGA because you see some positive signs in yeah. life you're just not quite making that key stop defensively that you're looking for and that's why the lines are up three right scores.
3: yeah i mean you figured they they uh scored on a fourth a third down play got a first down on a fourth and eight and then the next play just dropped a bomb on them from 42 yards out that was a by the way two, si 245 yard drive Five play drive for, 40, uh, for 56 yards and the touchdown being on that 42-yard touchdown pass.
1: So, Streeter now with two touchdown passes of 40 yards uh, in length. And the Wildcats a little stunned here. We knew it was going to be a stiff test for this up-and-coming BGA program. and oh, we have man. a high snap. It gets over the head of Marrable. He does fall on it. But he's back at his own 12-yard line.
3: Basically, lost 20 on that.
1: Things kind of going from bad to worse here for the hometown Wildcats. And we'll get—you don't really have a ton of plays, I would imagine, in your playbook. Actually, for 15,
3: on that. I'm sorry, my bad.
1: Second and 25. I mean, this place is stunned right now. Yes. Yeah, Maribel calls for it in the pistol. Watch it. Oh, my. Woo, like, a, like a runaway milk truck just off the left side. Harris, like Scott said, came flying in virtually untouched. And we have a lineman down for the Wildcats. And that is not good. This team's already been kind of decimated with injuries, as we mentioned a time or two. That's Zach Sizemore who's down. Now, I'll tell you, I, that was one of those plays where you almost can can feel like
3: somebody could have got hurt really bad. I mean, yeah, the young man, the young lineman got hurt, but I'm talking about the quarterback could have gotten hurt bad because uh, Leroy Harris the third, nobody touched him, and he was coming off that left side to his kind of to his blind side, he, and he looked up and there comes all he could see was 31 in his in his, he couldn't see anything but a big 31 coming at him, so. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the reason why I yelled. <laughs> kind of got nervous there for a minute that I didn't want to see him get hurt real bad because he could have got crushed right there. Young man is getting up on his own. He is—he's limping off. He's on
1: his own power,
3: but he's not uh, running any sprints right now. That's for
1: sure. And the bad part is, as they we mentioned, more, the, yeah, yeah, losing more yardage. we mentioned the injury issues. Oh. And this is not a, a team that uh you can really afford to have any depth or miscues of any sort, CPA will prey upon that. And they have done so thus far. They lead it twenty one to nothing. If you think if you're BGA now, you're thinking just hopefully third and thirty seven. This is uh third and close to Spring Hill, as we might would say, Scott Stewart. <laughs> yeah.
3: Maybe Columbia.
1: Yeah, close to Columbia even, and they'll just turn around and give a draw, and Maybe they actually. Backwards. Yeah, they might lose a yard on the draw there. CPA had as many as four guys flying to the ball, and the Lions just dominating the line of scrimmage right now. Steel Chance, one of the final ones in to make the tackle, and now you're gonna to have to punt from deep in your own end zone.
3: Yeah, this is this one. That this is just a series that that BGA is gonna to want to forget. They'll. They'll be lucky. They probably won't even get the ball past where the first down would have been. And Matthews is back here about his
1: 37-yard line. And now there's a line drive punt. This is this has got danger all over it. Matthews briefly stumbles, but now he gathers his footing. He's out across the 40. And a good open yeah. field tackle right there. Stepping up for the Wildcats Hinnaberry. was Henneberry, the yeah. senior linebacker. That probably saved a touchdown. Matthews is so explosive. Headed to UT, kind of as a preferred walk-on, but that name carries a lot of weight. And he certainly has got the game to back it up here, and uh, his return has CPA with another short field, first and ten from the 29-yard
4: line.
3: Yeah, they finally got their uh, got their good field position back. Had to start both their other ones on the other side of the fifty. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice holding.
1: Yeah, I lost uh, sight of the ball there briefly. There's 30. three. Four players now converging defensively. Big Justice Pittman, number 55, he's one of the easier ones to spot. Julius Pittman, I should say. Well, they credit Julius Pittman, but Justice Pittman was in on the tackle as well. 55 and 65 combining there. Big man up front. As we've said a couple times, it's not as if BGA is uh, devoid of talent here. They just have really ran into a buzzsaw like a lot of teams have. Nice. A nice. Oh, missed the tackle. Yeah, nice read there initially from the Wildcats. But I want to say that Patterson, who had the initial touchdown tonight, somehow he kept his legs moving and got all the way out to the 10 and pick up about 13 yards there. I believe the first the first touchdown was
3: by uh Steel Chance.
1: You got what? Chance on the TD,
3: <laughs> number 13. I think he carried on that first, on that touchdown. He picked up let's see what did he pick up there about uh 10, 10 yards. Close enough.
1: Yeah, they're going to drop the stick, so it'll be a goal-to-go situation. 8.38 to go till halftime. CPA leads 21 to nothing. Quick snap, toss, great grab by Evans. And Evans is in a small foot race here down the near sideline, trying to tiptoe in, and he does. Great run after catch. And Scott you could hear the ball whistling as it got over to Evans and even it more was. so you could hear the pop when Evans made that great snag yep. and then he immediately turns upfield and races toward the near side pylon it is 27 to nothing CPA is flawless tonight offensively thus far
3: Yeah yeah there's I don't I don't know if you I don't know if the coach is going to be able to, to to have any kind of uh no good on the extra point. It, maybe maybe that's what the coach will be uh, be mad about tonight is the extra point didn't go through because that's really – Engel Martin is not going to have a whole lot of coachable moments because his team is clicking on
1: all cylinders right now. CPA is flying. The extra point is no good, but the score is 27 to nothing. 8.24 to go. We're in the second quarter. BGA will get the football when Scott and I return. You're listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night. high school game of the week coverage here. Uh, from the Murphy Stadium. We'll be back in just a second. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control.
6: What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full-encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50-plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie
0: Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615 615- four six nine five seven one zero or visit them at moxyservices.com. Tennessee Highway
1: Safety Office, proud sponsor of Main Street Preps Thursday night coverage of high school football. BGA is going to return it out to their own twenty five. And it is all CPA thus far, eight eighteen to go.
3: And BGA just not getting anything going their way at all there. Like so, like we said, they run into a really talented team that's just firing off on all cylinders offensively. Defensively, they had they have they did move the ball a couple on that one drive, but this last drive they had was just a disaster, and they lost like 30 yards on that drive. And so now now they're gonna go real tight with just two two wide
1: outs. Maribel, kind of glancing toward the far sideline, orchestrating a receiver in motion play fake here on first and 10 he scrambles toward his left there's an intended receiver over there on the far sideline but that was really more of a throwaway than anything and it's incomplete sets up second and 10 yeah he's got a little time to throw
3: but the the coverage is really good uh, and so that's really what's getting him in trouble
1: they're really high on this sophomore quarterback though they're a, if you've been with us the whole night, you've heard this, but if you haven't uh tuned in till just now, this is a up and coming BGA roster. They're sitting here at two and two.
3: I think the referees were talking about whether that was intentional grounding, which it really was, not because there was a receiver in the area.
1: Yeah, there was a receiver. Oh, yeah, couple a couple of yards away. A couple of
3: yards of it. But it looks like that's what they were talking about.
1: Doing their due diligence, I suppose. Which so we like, you got, which
3: and, we like to see. The bad thing is you got to cover Evans on one end, on one side of the field, and he's playing cornerback on the other side of the field. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's tough out there.
1: Give on second and 10. BGA's going to run to the right. And, hey,
0: right the and
1: five, Coleman. Coleman, the junior back.
0: Right down by number
1: Not much luck on that right side. On BGA had a lineman go down on their last drive trying to see and he's not back out there yeah yet. i was gonna say trying to see if at least i don't, I don't size more has returned number 70 doesn't look like he is out there
3: got trips now two to the left one to the right
1: 27 nothing your score here bga desperately needs this first down looking pocket breaking down oh my goodness None Not one, but game. two CPA. I wonder if they may lines. have
3: accidentally got his uh, face mask. It looked like maybe somebody accidentally got a face mask.
1: Abagnaro and McGarry. Abignero's huge. Made combined for the sack there. They don't have sizes on these rosters. I'd like to
3: see. He's what six five easy, right? Me, face mask. Yeah, I, I thought I thought that was what I saw. Somebody accident. It wasn't on purpose, but. Uh, that's going to give them a first down. At least gives BGA a chance to take a breath. Get the ball out as probably the furthest they've been tonight to the 41 where they'll get a first and 10. Yeah, I look, one of those guys accidentally hooked their hands in his face, man.
1: You asked yeah, about big Rocco Nero They got him. Uh, he's listed on huddle at 6'4", uh, 260. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, that,
3: that may be than, shortchanging it a little bit. He's the biggest guy out there. I mean, look at him. He's ho- he's a he is a full head over total than anybody else out there.
1: So the face mask gives him a fresh set of downs. First and ten. BGA approaching midfield here at the forty one. Shifting some personnel around. They got a couple of tight ends in to potentially block here from Arable, who will throw on first and ten. Little got pump, him. Oh, pump and go. Man. Now he looks to his right and misfires there. Had something downfield you like, Scott, but Let's check everything. Now, there is a late penalty. And Hayes was the intended receiver. And grounding is called. No, it was roughing the passer. Oh, excuse me. Yes, roughing the passer. I'm sorry, folks. I was getting ready to hop on my soapbox for a second. because I was like, Hayes was was in the area uh, just as much as the previous play that they discussed. So, back-to-back penalties. You asked about it, Coach Engel Martin, and maybe what you want to tidy up. Well, now
3: now he's got something to coach, right? You're always Coaches are always – they want to win, but they're always looking for something to coach. So, here we go. I'm
1: not going to say he's happy about these two penalties, but you're right. He kind of is looking for just a little extra mojo to kind of gas his team up maybe at halftime, because those have been really the only two mistakes they've made.
3: Yeah, yeah. it's 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 been a CPA kind of night so far here at BGA uh, – and 21 to nothing by the way is your score as uh CPA has scored um 3 3 out of their four possessions right did, did they put have they punted
1: no but they have had four possessions yep they scored uh the closest we got was uh the potential punt that they elected to go for it on fourth down uh late in the first quarter but, oh I'm
3: sorry it's 27 to nothing so they've scored on all four there excuse me I I didn't get down didn't get down that fourth touchdown. So, they've scored on all four of their possessions tonight. Uh, a couple of passes so far to Andre Evans. One pass to uh, Leroy Harris, the third. And then I've got the young man, Chance, still running it in for 25 uh, – on the uh, seven-yard touchdown run earlier to start the game out. So, sorry about that.
1: After the timeout, 6.48 to go till halftime.
3: Be nice if I look at the scoreboard. They got a nice scoreboard. All yeah. i got to look at it, right? We got a
1: good view of it here. <laughs> Your angle's a little tougher than mine, I will admit. As they turn and give on first down. Ooh. And a little bit of yardage. Nice little burst there. CPA. That's Cruz Law flying to the ball. Looks like Jacob Coleman on the carry, and he earns just a yard. Cruz, of course, we, the guys that are – anybody
3: that's just joined us, Cruz Law basically ran the first – six or seven plays and set up that first touchdown for CPA running out of the pretty much out of a wildcat, taking direct snap for that whole first drive before. And then Strader came in through three touchdown passes. So that's kind of where, how we got where we are.
1: Yeah. If you just tuned in for the first drive, you're thinking, all right, the Lions are just a dominating run team. And then uh, it's been (laughs) all passing ever since. Marable will fake in the backfield. He's loading up a Uh wobbler. Toward the sideline, nearly caught, then nearly intercepted. It was in and out of the hands of Hayes, and then in and out of the hands of Evans.
3: That's the last person you want out there, Evans, with that ball floating around like that, man, with the hands that he's shown and the moves he's shown. If he could have pulled that in, he would have been gone, and he would have had two touchdown uh, passes and an interception for a touchdown at that point. That was a duck. Uh, That was – I think Marable has gotten himself a little rattled tonight. That happens with the – you know that can happen with a sophomore who's been in, who's been under duress the way he has tonight.
1: Evans is an LSU commit, also had offers from Alabama, Georgia. Michigan, uh North Carolina State all in the mix. He's oh, an elite bliss. playmaker. Third and 9. Somehow this is caught and not falling to a knee. What a great snag right there by Hayes. I'm talking picked it up right off the top of his shoe right there on his shoelaces, and then he stretches at the end, third and nine, and he's just shy of the sticks. What an individual effort, though, from Hayes.
3: Yeah, yeah, and, and put him in position to go for fourth down and one
1: here. BGA will get the football to start the second half, so a chance to maybe claw back in this. 5.15 to go. Second quarter, it's 27 nothing. CPA leads. Fourth and one. Give is up the middle.
3: Man, you get
1: it. That is going to be close. It'll depend on the spot. And I think that Walker, man, that's a, that's a little bit of a tough break. It looked like Walker landed on the body of the defender, and his momentum kind of carried him to the first down marker. And we're going to have to see. They're gonna rule this. This is CPA's ball, which is yeah, obviously not. Uh, well, he lot well, uh, well, Sorry, i was just getting ready to point out though. They spot the ball, by the way, which would have been long enough for the first down. So two things can't be true right there. They either shorted uh, a yard uh, to CPA, or it should be BGA's first down. Yeah,
3: he didn't. He didn't get to the where the first down marker was. I don't know why they spotted it where they did. But they, right, it, they right. They brought it back that. a
1: full yard on you're first right about and ten. That. Uh, that was 24. I'm still kind of just flabbergasted by that right there. I'm I'm just making sure I'm not seeing things. I've I've worked a couple of, uh, local games recently where, uh, that's kind of been the norm. So I'm just making sure I'm not seeing things.
3: No, you're not seeing things.
1: And it's second and four now. Good Uh, little, uh, we've
3: seen, we've seen, seen, uh, you know, teams lose a yard on penalties. I mean, on, on, whenever a ball, it's put back down and stuff. So, yeah, it's it's tough for referees sometimes, two way, just to be real honest.
1: And they've, they've called a uh, clean, uh, yeah, nice have. game. I'm just giving them a little bit of a hard time there. Marinick is uh, kind of back in as your spell back here. He runs on first down, now runs again on second. And Pittman's plural come off. Justice and Julius both trotting toward the sideline. 55-65 running
3: off for you for your – as they're two of your three-down linemen. Both these teams run a 3-4 defense, three-down linemen with four linebackers behind them.
1: Looks like BGA may be looking for a little more speed here or a little more secondary coverage. Third and three. Will the Lions pass it? No, they turn and give, and a huge hole right up the middle, and Mayernick breaks one tackle. Now he's into the next level, and he's going to run and run and run all the way in for a 58-yard touchdown. Marnick bursting right up the middle, right where the hole was vacated by the two interior linemen. Yep. And then once he got into the next level, he was off to the races. And it's been that kind of night for BGA, unfortunately. They've played so well at times, but just have not been able to get the key stops. Yeah,
3: the the... C parted for him right there. He, Like you said, he came right through the hole that was left there by the uh, the two big linemen that came out. And uh, there's a couple guys had a chance to catch him in the secondary, but he had a head enough, uh, enough of a head of steam up that he just couldn't catch. They couldn't bring him down. He was gone.
1: John West is the PAT kicker. He converts. He's made four of five, as that one is good. And your new score is CPA 34, PGA nothing. Three and a half minutes to go till the break. Scott and I'll be back right after this. You're listening to Main Street Prep's Thursday night game of the week coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Back in 30 seconds.
6: It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around.
2: After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal.
6: It was just a few drinks. I'm
2: good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time.
4: If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. John West on the kick for
1: Back Three. Three. 34. All the remains here in the second quarter. Alongside Scott Stewart, I'm Wade Neely saying hello. This is the Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week. Presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. High kickoff fielded at around the oh, 15, no. and the ball came loose. but they say the return man stepped out of bounds, very fortunate. Very, very fortunate. As Thompson, the sophomore, lost possession, but he stepped out of bounds. So BGA will take back over.
3: No, they caught him down
1: or down. Uh, and yeah,
3: to be honest with you, he was. I don't think he was. <laughs> but uh i, think I, I it, was
1: getting ready to say it look I, had a I think the referee t- took a
3: little uh took a little mercy on him at that, I, at that point.
1: I had a better time believing he might have somehow stepped out of bounds than he did uh being down because yeah, you're right was. it didn't look like he was down but it's 34 to nothing bga kind of moved the ball a little bit thanks to two penalties on the last drive
3: did get into cpa territory and and uh really were just as we said, it's just a yard short, depending on who's marking it. <laughs> <This
1: person. laughs> I'm a, We'll be chuckling about that for a few weeks to come. All I think, the way Bill. home that's right. As Hayes uh, is going to make the grab in the slot, and he picks up minimal yardage after the catch, so a gain of about four, three ten to go.
2: Second
1: and six. BGA. We'll get Hunter's Lane here at home next week. And CPA will host Good Pasture. We'll give you a, a note on our schedule after this second and six here. Late in the second quarter. Play fake. A lot it. of pressure. Maribel's going down, and the ball came loose at the end of that. I think. It's going to be a fumble. Yeah, I think BGA latched onto it. And I think the running back, yeah, was, I want to say Webster might have bailed him out there. Uh, correction, that is Coleman, I think, that ends up coming up with the ball. Come on play. There was so much pressure in the backfield, it almost looked like it was a screen that was developing, uh, you know, where you're yielding the yep. the yardage there, but it was not a screen. And so Maribel tried to step up in the pocket, and he was dropped third or fourth sack tonight already for these Lions. Man, they are ferocious on defense.
3: And he scares me because he's not wide. It's like he doesn't see them coming. And and like the one time when uh, here comes Harris again.
1: Rolling to his right. Marable intended for Hayes over his head. And we're looking at a punting situation here with a minute 47 to go. Scott, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but after we were off last week, we're off next Thursday, but we're going to make it up to everybody because we got a showdown coming up at the end of the month. It's going to be Oakland and Seagull time. Oh, look out. Now. And you and I were looking forward to this game for a while, but I think we both are really looking forward to that game as well, uh, which is going to be a Donnybrook in Murfreesboro.
3: Right. haven't come up through uh, MTSU, both of us haven't come up through MTSU, of course, by, whenever I came through, there wasn't a Seagull, but there was an Oakland and there was a Riverdale. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm fired up about that.
1: Matthews is back deep to return. He will get a chance to return. Kind of catching it over his shoulder at around the 35. He brings it right near midfield to the 49. And Matthews kind of jawing right there. Will Evans, the senior. Two seniors kind of having a friendly little conversation there. So, a minute 36 to go. The bad news for BGA is they're at midfield, and. CPA's offense has been so efficient tonight. Unless you want this thing to really get out of hand, you're gonna to have to play your absolute best here defensively. It's not gonna be an easy final minute and a half. No, it's
3: not. You can't let it down or else it's gonna it'll be in the forties before you know it.
1: Streeter will give to a new back. And know what a great little run there. Right. What like Rand- a little, little bowling ball in the backfield <laughs> right there for Preston Patterson, the sophomore. I would
3: think, and he, he's going to have picked up, what, 15, 14 yards?
1: Minute 28 to go, they say, uh, on the clock here. CPA uh, has two timeouts remaining. Definitely there you. is a screen yeah. hauled in by Patterson. This kid is just God. running wild, and my goodness. He got a great block, about 10 yards downfield, and that was all it took to spring Patterson for the touchdown. 38 yards, is that what that was? The Lions, that was a well-executed screen pass right there and blocked beautifully downfield. CPA, this offense is just lethal, and they extend their lead. It's 40 to nothing with a minute 16 to go. now they got a new kicker out here. You don't often see the kicker. That's Gray Siebert, by the way, the senior. You don't really see the kickers uh, with a neck roll uh, very often. But uh, big number 71, Siebert, is out there. Most menacing kicker I can recall seeing in a while. And he drills the PAT. So it's 41 to nothing, Scott. That's three touchdown passes for Streeter. We talked a lot about Marable
3: coming in, and then look, straight, the the has got something that Marable doesn't have. He's got a man that's a, a pirate going to a power five school that's caught two of those touchdown passes
1: and blocked and, very well on that one on the screen pass. Exactly right,
3: yeah. So doing the little things. I mean, it's not and it's not just Evans that he's got. He's got a lot of talent around him and a lot of a lot of like I said to start this game. Not all it's you know it's one thing to have a lot of talent it's another thing to have a lot of senior talent and CPA is loaded packed and stacked with a lot of senior talent BGA as we talked about already had six people hurt and uh you know it was going to be a tough road to hold if they were for them to even for them to even stay with CPA with all of their players healthy but now you got a lot of underclassmen playing that wouldn't usually play so that's why that's why we end up at forty one to nothing here as we get ready to go to the Uh
1: Kick is returned out to around the 31. Seibert was the kicker as well uh, on that after he kicked the PAT a moment ago. And for Coach Rodriguez, again, your team has showed promise, two and two. Kind of maybe feeling like we could have a little game on our hands here. And CPA has obviously led every step of the way tonight. BGA has played, especially on the first couple of drives, kind of played well enough to give you some signs of life. But then things just got away from them. And on first and 10, looks like the Wildcats are just going to run and try and maybe get this thing to halftime as limited to damage as possible if that were the case. Right
3: down by number A couple of yards there. On the run, they're just going to try to run up the middle and run this clock out. I don't think CPA is going to try to stop them. Be surprised to see anything other than a handoff here to get to the halftime. Stop the uh, stop the onslaught that they they've had to deal with here in this first half uh, is the BGA. They'll snap it, oh, second and eight. Yeah, we
1: we'll stand corrected. They're going to throw. Marable fires, caught just beyond the sticks. Great grab downfield for Hammondtree. The senior caught it about two or three yards beyond the eight needed, and he picks up a few more. The clock just stopped with 17 seconds to go. BGA has it at their own 41 and 46, I should say, and they're not burning the timeout here. Thought maybe you might try and get another play in. They may not even snap. They do snap it with one second. They throw a hail mary, as it were, and Evans may have been the one to knock that away right there. It was intended for Hayes downfield. Arnett Hayes couldn't haul it in, and that deflection brings us to halftime. It has been all CPA folks, forty-one to nothing. PGA was game for the challenge, I think, offensively and somewhat defensively on the first drive or two, but once they started falling further behind, CPA has poured it on. Yeah. The only thing really uh, is a couple of penalties and a missed PAT. About the only thing uh, keeping CPA from a flawless first half.
3: Yeah, yeah, and, and like like we were talking about early, Wade, it's it's one of those games where you know when you're a head coach or any Head coach, assistant coach, whatever you want to be able to point at something and say you didn't do this, you didn't do that. Of course, I'm sure there's a spot or two where they'll find somebody didn't step up where, to the to where they wanted them to be. But for the most part, your team's played flawless and and uh and really, there's there's not a lot more you can say about it. CPA came out with the talent and the experience, and they've uh, they've used it a lot. Of, yeah, a lot of times you see a team come in with the talent and experience, and they don't live up to it that's not the case tonight and uh BGA there's nothing, nothing wrong with their effort. Let's just say that let's make sure we say that for yep. sure, because they have, they have come out uh, and played extremely hard uh, with what they have against the team that they're having to play. They just, it's a, you called it earlier. It's called it's a buzzsaw.
1: Yeah. And you made a great point. Uh, CPA. I haven't witnessed him firsthand uh, for a number of years, calling games in our neck of the woods versus Giles County. Uh, they don't make mistakes, and you, uh, as you said, you see teams that with talent a lot of times be their own worst enemy, but very rarely do the Lions uh, shoot themselves in the foot, and right. so you've got to play at your absolute best. BGA has played fairly well at times, but they haven't been at their best, and they also haven't been at full strength, and right. that is kind of a recipe for disaster as it's 41 to nothing. Scott and I are going to step aside. We'll take a two-minute timeout. When we come back, we will break things down from the first half and we'll swing it around our scoreboard across uh, the state tonight and then also get you prepped for your Friday night games. All that and much more. Is, it is halftime here at Battleground Academy where the CPA lines lead at 41 to nothing. We're back right after this.
6: At Dixon Cater Chef. We take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. We're not just any potato joint. We're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventure seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. Located at 728 East College Street. Dine-in or take-out. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111.
4: Complete Service Heat and Air
5: is a trusted provider of top-notch heating and cooling solutions dedicated to ensuring optimal comfort and efficiency for residential and commercial spaces. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way. 24-7th service call us at 615-797-3997, serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson
0: Counties. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control.
6: What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests. And we'll always have your back.
0: Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710. Or visit them at moxieservices.com. Welcome to the GR Group at Cry
5: Like Realtors. Our team is comprised of seasoned veterans, military spouses, and other real estate professionals with strong ties to the military community. We specialize in helping our clients buy and sell homes, as well as providing comprehensive services for commercial and land properties. Whether you're relocating to the area interested in buying or selling a home or looking for commercial or land properties, the GR Group has the expertise and resources to help you achieve your real estate goals. Contact the GR Group today.
1: nothing is your score here at the break. CPA leads the BGA Wildcats in this one. It has not been a pretty night, unfortunately, for BGA. And uh, Scott has gone down to the field to uh, check on some final uh, stats from our first half. He'll return shortly, but I'm way nearly saying hello. Uh, Justin Kulik, the great one, our producer. And it has been all CPA. There's no denying that. Uh, but if you've been with us, Scott and I really, it may sound as if we're sh- kind of sugarcoating it for BGA a little bit. Uh, but they did play uh, well at times in the first half. But unfortunately for them, CPA has played at an exceptionally high level the entirety of the first half. So CPA does pull out this 41 nothing lead. Streeter, the quarterback, has thrown three touchdowns, two deep balls to Evans, and then right toward the end of the half, dumped a little uh, screen pass off to Preston Patterson, who rumbled in from about 35 yards out. And the Lions just have really poured it on. A little over 300 yards, I think, offensively in that first half for the Lions. PGA will get you their official numbers coming up here in just a, a couple of moments, but it has been a dominant first half for the lines and we'll be looking uh, at a rolling clock situation here in the second half. So uh, this one could go potentially uh, quickly. As we mentioned, we're off next Thursday. Uh, so we're off the first Thursday in September. We're off the third Thursday in September but we're making it up for you guys because we have Siegel and Oakland on the docket and what that is going to be a flat out battle in Murfreesboro on September the 28th. That is going to be one that you will not want to miss. We'll uh, be live uh, for that one. Still got some other good contests coming up later in the year. Uh, Franklin I want to say it's Ravenwood and Franklin will be on our schedule a little bit later as we kind of uh, are glad to kick off what has been a fun ride. We had, Three really good, highly competitive ballgames up to this point. This has been the only one that's kind of been a lopsided affair. Speaking of scores, uh, this is not the only game. It's one of the only games in Middle Tennessee uh, tonight, but there are several being played across the state. And a quick scoreboard update over in East Tennessee, Powell 28, Clinton 7. Mitchell, uh, this is now over in West Tennessee. I'm crisscrossing on you guys here. Mitchell leading uh, MLK Prep Memphis 44-0. to There are three or four other games in the Memphis area that we don't have scores for yet. We will get you a score uh, hopefully a little bit later as Grundy County is playing Providence Christian. Grundy County is uh, 3-0, and uh, including a win at Huntland earlier this year. So uh, the Yellow Jackets. Again, taking on Providence Christian, uh, that game's being played in Murfreesboro, so we will try and get you a score. So a limited slate tonight, and then tomorrow we'll get ready to roll into tomorrow night's schedule. I mentioned uh, to you guys he went down to the field to make sure everything was good. Everybody on the sidelines good, Scott? Yeah, everybody's great. Okay, good. Uh, while we were doing that, we mentioned this is really one of the only games in the mid-state being played tonight. Right. Uh, Grundy County, uh, who's a foe of giles county our, our normal broadcast uh, on friday nights we'll see them right. later this year they're, they're playing providence christian but a bevy of games uh tomorrow night and we're kind of starting we've kind of been fortunate with the weather we only had that one hot week week two but uh we're kind of starting to really get into that nice crisp kind of fall football right. weather as it were
3: i don't know if i've ever been as miserable while as i was at marshall county and i usually say that every time i go to marshall county but anyway I see what you did there. I love love my friends in Marshall County, but um, it was hot. That was that was a that was a hot, and then the the third week too was pretty hot, but it wasn't as bad as that second week. But this is great right here.
1: This feels fantastic, Scott. Some other games of interest. Most uh, all these will be coming your way tomorrow. These are games that were featured on your Main Street Preps uh, predictions for the week. Okay. Uh, another Division Two big showdown, Lipscomb Academy. Obviously, we know they've been struggling this year. They get their hands full tomorrow night versus Innsworth. And kind of glancing through our staff predictions, it's kind of a mixed bag. Uh, I went with Lipscomb 31 and upset, maybe as it were, over Innsworth. That's going to be a big showdown right here in uh, the Williamson County, Davidson County area. Right. Another big showdown, Independence travels to Beach tomorrow night. Beach finally back at their stadium. The, the, yes. Yeah. So, with the Sumner County, um, Shackle
3: Island Stadium, I think is what they call the it. the
1: facilities uh, fiasco is hopefully put to rest. At least at that school. Or, yeah. Well,
3: I'm, I don't know about the rest of them. I think I heard one of our guys on, when I was coming up. As I said a while ago, I, I listened to our our some of our Main Street Media shows coming up on Radio dot com, and and uh, I think I heard some of uh, the Sumner County. Uh, our Sumner County reporters say that they're going to be back at beach.
1: It's so. good. We hopefully uh, have as many of those issues resolved as possible. Uh, other score or other games tomorrow night, I should say. Columbia Academy travels to DCA. A lot of our staff is basically predicting predicting DCA to win that one. We got one outlier. Uh oh. I ain't going to say he's a homer, but our man Chris Yao says, don't sleep on Columbia Academy. He says they win that game tomorrow night, 27 to 21. So uh, Really? We shall see Columbia Academy. Who, who are they playing? Playing DCA tomorrow night, uh, who's going to be a tough opponent. How about this? We did the James Lawson game a couple weeks ago. We talked about how they had gotten off to a fast start as a new school. Yeah. Kirkwood is another new school from Clarksville. They've gotten off to a fast start. They're undefeated, but they play Dixon County tomorrow night uh, on the road. And a lot of our uh, staff writers, there's a few Kirkwood predictions, including our good friend Mo Patton. But a lot of folks uh, uh, are saying that Dixon County is going to pull that game out tomorrow night.
3: Yeah. And and like you say, a lot of these new schools, I mean, we went to James Lawson. James Lawson was kind of a different kind of new school because it was mostly pre-established Hillwood, uh, Hillwood uh, students. And, but uh but they, they hit the ground running. I, I I haven't checked back to see how they've done. I I imagine they're that the yeah, they kinda may have dropped off a little uh, bit.
1: it was no slouch though. They lost uh thirty five nothing, but it was two centennial, who's a good program oh, yeah, traditionally. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I mean it's you got two new schools,
3: quote unquote, new schools that are gonna be facing each other. So it's always interesting. There's a lot of these new schools popping up, Wade. You know, we talked about the fact that when I left Murfreesboro, there were two high schools there. Although they were building Blackman, I think when I left, now there's what uh, in just in Murfreesboro there's four schools, right? Seagull, Blackman, Riverdale, Oakland,
1: Rockvale, Rockvale. So and you got Eagleville kind of waiting in the yeah. wings. Yeah. Uh, that area continues to And That doesn't even flow. count
3: Smyrna and Laverne, which we were at Laverne this year. So all those new schools popped up. Now in Clarksville, you got all those schools popping up. Now you got Kirkwood's popped up. You got your northwest and your northeast, and, your, and uh, of course, in uh, Montgomery County there, it's Montgomery Central. So, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of new schools that have popped up around here that, that uh, since I kind of left the, the mid-state football scene and come back, and it's pretty interesting to watch these schools uh, when they get started because the one that we covered at Laverne, the uh, West Creek, that was a new school, newer school. It wasn't brand new. I think it was in the last 15 or 20 years that it came.
1: Correct. From. Yeah. So, West Creek. That was the, so the maybe that's new, yeah. that was the newest school, uh, prior to Kirkwood. So that's going to be a big showdown. Kirkwood is at Dixon County. Other games tomorrow night, Joe Burns goes to East Robertson. Uh, everybody predicting East Robertson. And we, uh, see this a lot, especially at the smaller levels. If you got a really good football or basketball team, you kind of have uh, success on especially, the other And yeah. East Robertson, after their great success, uh, even in baseball, um, they are predicted to, uh, to handle Joe Burns pretty easily tomorrow night. That'll be a fun one. Another big Division II showdown. Father Ryan has been on fire to start the year. MBA has gotten off to a very slow start. NBA will travel to Father Ryan uh, just up the road from where we sit right now. Uh, that game comes your way tomorrow night. Siegel will travel to Hendersonville tomorrow night. Uh, that will be a fun showdown. And then a game that's kind of a toss-up, Green Hill. Newer school, like you mentioned, only in their fourth or fifth but year of existence. Showing, but
3: they're showing out this year, man.
1: Playing very well. They've traveled to Lebanon, and that is going to be a tough game. A lot of the staff was kind of divided on that game, so we'll keep our eyes on that. A good old-fashioned uh, set of Murfreesboro battles as Blackman goes to Oakland tomorrow night. Yeah. No disrespect to Blackman, but everybody's picking Oakland, one of the better teams uh, in the state regardless of classification. Uh, Rockvale, the newest school in Murfreesboro. They travel – to Riverdale, and a lot of folks, uh, it's a sweep, as it were. That's everybody's pre- everybody's predicting Riverdale to uh, knock off Rockville. That tomorrow. Rockville's
3: amazing to me. Whenever I was uh, going to school in, in Murfreesboro at MTSU, the Rockville was nothing more than a place I drove through to get to Murfreesboro, and now it's so big that they've got their own high school. It just blows my mind. It's <laughs> I, I know I know everybody's saying who cares, but it's just it's amazing to me that there's five schools now in Murfreesboro. And and I, and one of them was where I used to
1: drive through. And the ones that are getting built are getting built bigger and bigger. Uh, yeah, yeah. You ride by and you're like, wait a second, that's not a school. But it's right, like exactly. a five-star hotel. Um, right, right. But, yes, as we saw with, with the brand-new James Lawson. So that's the the stint of our uh, Main Street Preps predictions, the games on our prediction log. Another big game, we're going to bow up and show a little love for us on the south end of uh, Middle Tennessee. If Come on you, down, if you love small – high school football action you will not find a better game across the state tomorrow night i can promise you than when richland hosts cornersville they call it the battle of buford station because that's the name of the road between the two of them. connected in about week. chris bledsoe our colleague we uh, looked it up 14.8 miles is all that separates the two schools Uh, The marching bands could practically march there if they left early (laughs) enough. And uh, that is an all-time classic small school rivalry. And now it's a region game. Uh, I hate that that one was not on our prediction sheet this week because Cornersville is playing very well and Richland is playing very well. And now with the region game, that is a massive showdown for one of them two schools.
3: Yeah, and above everything else, uh, you know, last year it kind of was like Richland's announcement that they were back. They beat the Cornersville and uh, we're able to, print, to, to take Cornersville down, and Richland's been good since, and they're still having a good year, two and two. Cornersville's kind of back up a little bit uh, after being down. They got Ben Franklin, the running back, who's a great, great running back. But the, really, the amazing thing about this is they turned this—they turned this game into uh, a gold out, which basically they're raising money for uh, for ch- uh, child, childhood cancer, uh, and the young lady there, uh, Caitlin Bass whose brother j c has battled uh, childhood cancer j c is is a member of the uh, junior football team now and, all, and a football boy for richland but she uh she took his experiences and has turned that into a fundraiser for childhood cancer and uh there will be actually a med flight from Vanderbilt University Medical Center will drop the ball uh to start that ball game so it's it's an amazing thing that they do up there and uh good thing for Giles county is it's the only game in in town for that for uh for tomorrow night, so everybody gets to go up there and check it out, but yeah, if you don't have anything else to do take a little ride down to Linville and watch watch some really good football
1: That will be a game you will not want to miss you can check it out in person uh, or if you uh, would like you can tune in to Pulaski Citizen Live easiest way to get there is visit PulaskiCitizen.com click on Pulaski Citizen Live uh, you have a player option there if you want to get uh, sophisticated you can download uh, the Mixler app M-I-X-L-R and you search PCL Richland, Uh, you can dial that game in. Uh, That will be a fun game that you will not want to miss.
3: I will say this. Let me say this real quick. Come on. Uh, All this that we talk about, all these games, I know there's a lot of people in the Mid-South that love, Mid-State that love to watch and find out, keep up what's going on with football. And you will not find a more uh, complete coverage of the Mid-State football scene than MSM TV and MSM radio. Uh, main street tv and main street media tv main street media radio uh if you go and watch our tv shows that are that are running pretty much i think they loop them through uh there we cover every all these areas that we were talking about robertson county Sumner county uh, montgomery county uh wilson county Rutherford county wilson county murray county giles county all these areas that we're talking about all these teams that we've been talking about they cover all of that and uh I, like I like I said a while ago. I listened to it coming up through here. You, if you want to know what's going on, you need to you need to get hooked up to msmradio.com, or mainstreetmediaradio.com, or mainstreetmediatv.com, and you can pick up all of that information that these great sports writers and sports editors are doing, including uh, one way Neely. I'm gonna give him a little love. Woo! Careful but, now. But by the way, I will say this: I, I'm kind of worried about him. The boy has actually put on a hoodie tonight. You
1: know, uh, I was gonna put it on before the game. Not that I was particularly cold, I just felt like I'd rather be a little comfy. And then you kind of pointed out, you said, "Hey, you're gonna go ahead and put that on now." Yeah. And can. I said, "You know what? I'll wait till halftime at least." Uh right. So I, I made it. I can't
3: believe that I'm looking at a man wearing in the uh, in September wearing a hoodie at a ball at a football game. I'm just saying.
1: Well. We are in the elements tonight, <laughs> which is which I was going to point out. By the way, it was good that we're out here because when you hype me up so much, if I was in the press box, you know, my head would have ballooned up a little, so yeah, uh, we yeah. wouldn't have been able to get well, out. But
3: this, take my word for it. There's a lot of great coverage. You know, these local newspapers do the best job of covering their teams. If You want to find out what's going on, Miss State football? You need to you need to be listening to Main Street Media Radio and TV.
1: Well said, my friend. The second half has officially begun. Forty-one to nothing. CPA leads, and, again, it will be a rolling clock. So, in addition to the main action, our job sometimes in these uh, situations is try and shout out some of your players that don't normally, uh, don't normally get well, a ton of tick to there. Say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Struggling here.
2: Yeah.
1: As they do market at the 27.
3: Got a lot of new guys in uh, on defense for CPA already. You
1: see that. Just from a size perspective, yeah, uh, you, you can, can tell. tell. Yep. Hayden, Hayden McKee is the senior. He comes flying in off the edge, makes a stop there.
3: Immediately, you see that Law's not in there, and the and the Chance steal's not in there. And now we got a man that don't use that doesn't usually play. That's got a cramp. That's got a cramp. You know. Uh, <laughs> that's gotta be. It. They'll be giving him a hard time for that. You know that. I was just getting ready to say, you know,
1: obviously we hope this young man's okay, but you know he is going to catch all kinds of flack on Man, the sideline. Man, you probably
3: get out there and you lay down and you're, you get a cramp first play. Yeah, yeah, you've seen a whole lot of different players. You want to call them off, off out there on defense right now? There's a lot of different guys out there than we were
1: seeing earlier. Well, we mentioned uh, – I know Gannon Kale's out there. The crazy part is – as you glance through the roster, a lot of these guys that are getting uh, minutes out here now, Josh Jennings, a lot of these guys are seniors.
3: Jonah McMillan, yeah, the Kale uh, Young, again, and Kale. I mean, yeah, you're right, they're all seniors, but, I mean, that, that's tough. That's, that, that's When you're a senior in your second string, man.
1: Marable is still in at quarterback for BGA. They give on second and six, and running over the right side is Coleman. Coleman's still running hard.
3: Got Preston Patterson out there. for. I'm going to call off the CPA guys. Sawyer Daniel, because these are guys that we haven't talked about. Good first down run there for uh, for BGA. Warren, Warren Pistoli. Uh, Joy, Josh Jennings. Got a, a lot of new guys out there on the CPA defensive side.
1: They did give the first down. And a nice, nice little move. stutter step in the hole right there to eventually bust loose for a good little gain is Coleman. Coleman's got some nice wiggle about him, my friend. He does. He's come up holding his hand. Looks
3: like he's hurt. They're going to bring in number 24. Walker. Walker.
1: And, again, BGA comes in two and two. Coach Rodriguez has got the guys playing hard. But uh, if you're a fan of a team that's played CPA over the last decade, You've kind of seen this script before. It, yes. is, it is awfully tough to beat <laughs> these guys. It's brand
3: new, that's for sure.
1: Toss in the flat. It is caught by Hayes. The short passing game has been effective. Yeah. And you could see versus any other team that why BGA's offense could be so lethal because they're completing the passes in the flat to a really speedy guy in Hayes, but he's bottled up every time. It'll be third and two after that tackle.
3: Well, from what I've seen of a BGA, they do a lot of the the horizontal passing game. Horizontal pass game, horizontal passing game, almost like a run game, and then next thing you know, they uncork one long. And uh and this kid, this marble kid, can throw it on a dime from wherever he is.
1: Third and two, right near midfield. Nice great burst. And brought down at the fifty. Walker running with some conviction there. Okay, by number 24, Christian and That's that, that is number indeed seven, seven, enough four, to stretch four, the chains. They, four, change. Four, they four, actually four, bring four, it back four, four, to the forty nine. BGA's moving left to right here in this third quarter. Again, it's a running clock situation. 41 to nothing. CPA was virtually flawless offensively in the first half. Fresh set of downs. One man in motion. Now a second. They run a little pop pass here to Hayes. Hayes Hayes breaking a tackle. He's out across the 40, the 30, in a foot race to the 20. He slips a man at the 10. And Arnett Hayes. Goes in from 51 yards out. That is a nice touchdown Yeah. for Arnett Hayes, the junior wideout.
3: He got down about the 10-yard line and left three men laying, uh, snatching for errors, what he did. That was a great move at the 10 to get, get in the end zone for that 51-yard touchdown run. Uh, Well, I guess technically it's a pass Uh, because he tossed it forward to him. But nice, everything, well,
1: Harnett Hayes did all the work on that one, that's for sure. Hayes had acres of space for the vast majority of that run as the extra point will be kicked by Giannotti here. Will Johnson, the sophomore, is the holder. He gets it down. And that's a good hold, that's a good kick. Giannotti puts it up, puts it through. We'll come back in just a moment. CPA not going quietly, excuse me, BGA not going quietly, but CPA still leads. It is 41 to seven, midway through the third. When we come back, you're listening to Tennessee Highway Safety Office sponsored, Main Street, Main Street Preps Thursday night, high school football game of the week coverage. Back right after this.
6: It's just a few cocktails at happy hour.
2: There aren't any cops around.
1: BGA with a nice touchdown to open the scoring here in the second half alongside Scott Stewart. I'm Wade Neely saying hello. This is the Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, reminding everyone that fans don't let fans drive drunk. And Scott, 8.21 to go. Just when you thought BGA might be down for the count, a nice play right there out of the backfield. Hayes takes the pop pass and runs. Well, I was getting ready to say he had acres of space for the vast majority of that run, and then at the 10, you called it beautifully. He just slipped three defenders grasping for air. Yeah, they almost ran
3: into each other. To get. It was, a, it was a, an amazing move. And uh, I will say this. If we don't get to say anything else about tonight, obviously we, lo- we uh, love to come out and cover these kids, but we've seen some really good high school football players that we're going to be seeing on Saturdays coming up, buddy. I'm here to tell you.
1: This kick is fielded at the three. That's and a, returned that, out to the thirty.
3: That Leroy Harris the third is is Weston, impressive. I mean, size wise, by and and also ability wise, as is as is Andre Evans. Uh, both of those guys have been standouts to me on on the CPA side tonight. Along with Cruz, uh, along with the uh, Cruz Law, who has also been a standout.
1: And we haven't even really mentioned it. That's how you know he's done a good job tonight. We haven't called the name much, if at all, of John Wayne Oliver. Right. Number 77. Right. Uh, he's an old Miss commit. And those linemen, man, yeah, they don't get a lot of props. Even when they do their job well. You got a
3: new quarterback. It's in, tough too. for us
1: to call their names sometimes. Weston
3: Wilsford, I believe, is our new quarterback.
1: So, CPA begins this drive at the 31. And turning and handing that one off. Gave it to Dylan Reed. Yeah, Reed with a nice burst there, the junior. He picks up six, maybe five, maybe six. Ballish making the tackle there.
3: Starters for BGA continue to be the, the mostly the same guys. See Hanovery out there. Uh Han Hammond uh, uh, Hammondree. Hammond excuse me, yes. Uh out here in the defensive secondary. Walker out there.
1: Second and five. And this give again to Reed and the junior spun around and brought down minimal gain. The
3: tackle out there for uh, BGA by number 75, uh, Reed Helmy.
1: He's a sophomore.
5: Yeah. Third and
1: five. 41 to seven is your score. BGA putting its first points of the night on the scoreboard a moment ago. And that pass is intended on the far side. Is that caught? No, they say incomplete. incomplete. Good defensive coverage there. Knox McLean was the intended receiver. Looked like he might have grabbed it, but they say he may have caught it out of bounds.
3: Christian Thompson out there on the coverage. You're right, Wade. You called that right. Really good coverage out there for him. It looks like we're going to get our first CPA punt of the night.
1: That'll be the freshman, Jack Van Orman. Clock will continue to run here.
3: A lot of underclassmen, a lot of uh, second-string, third-string guys getting in for, for uh, CPA tonight. BGA has mainly kept their first-string in.
1: Nice Ooh, kick. Good kick. Van Orman, and this is briefly bobbled, but it's now picked up. But that does kill any chance of a major return there. That was uh, Hem- yeah. yeah, Hammondtree. Jackson Hammondtree, he bobbled it. He at least made sure he recovered it, but he had nowhere to go right after that.
3: Right. So, we're going to set up again. BGA has just fought the fought uh, the field position bug all night. They're going to all the way be all the way back inside the 25, about the 23-yard line. Start this up. We will have the young man, uh, Maribel at quarterback. He'll have Arnett Hayes out to his left. Just gonna have uh split left and split right.
1: And you know, with Hayes only a junior, we talked about Maribel being just the sophomore.
3: Right. They yeah, they they're gonna be teaming up.
1: You're right. That could be a lethal combo next year. First and ten. Beautiful run up the middle. Just yeah, kind of zigging and zagging right there for Jacob Coleman, also a junior looking good. He comes up a little lame at the end of the play. He's gonna trot off.
3: About twenty three yards, about twenty yards on that. You know, against uh, regular human beings that BGA looks pretty good, Wade. When they're not up against superheroes,
1: the superheroes out there on the CPA side. You made a a point in the – couple times. We'll get back to it right after this first down play here. Sending a man in motion, and they will give – Walker. Up the middle, yeah, good yardage there from Walker, maybe seven yards. You're commenting on the the size of the defensive line – and the point I was going to make is the linebackers look like your traditional defensive linemen, For most, but, they're, but yeah. they're speedy as linebackers. For most high
3: school teams, I mean, yeah, it's it's the difference between I don't know, let's say it's the difference between uh, Mountain West Conference and SEC players. I mean, that's that's the difference that you're talking about uh, from the first from that CPA first team. Now these now they're playing against guys that really match up better with and. You see how BGA can score pretty well.
1: Second and four, another off-tackle give.
3: I mean, their offensive line's blowing – they're they are blowing holes right now. The, right. The BGA, BGA offensive line is with the Pittmans out there.
1: Uh, good carry there. Out to the 44. Good crowd still hanging around for this one. CPA brought a great crowd. Short trip over.
3: You see Will Evans come out. He's going to split left out there with a. Hey, that's somebody we really haven't heard from that we were expecting to. And, and then also the Sellers uh, is out there too that you were talking about. The Miss the Ole Miss. Uh, right? Was that Oliver Sellers? Wasn't
1: that right? Uh, John Wayne oh, Oliver. Oh, I'm sorry. Give up the middle here.
3: Oliver Sellers out there with Will Evans. They both ran routes, but they ended up handing the ball at the middle, I believe, to. Hey,
1: Jacob Coleman, Coleman
3: again. Number BGA just moving right the right ball. Left. Like I said, they got that big offensive yeah. line, and, uh, the second and they're going, they're running behind it. But now they're going to split those same two wide receivers out to the right. He's going, he's going to drop back and cork one here in just a minute.
1: We mentioned BGA gets Hunter's Lane next week. That game will be played at home. Hard run here. Yeah. A lot of people flying in to potentially make the tackle there. Case Gregory, a junior in on the tackle. He's
3: going to end up about a yard shy. It's going to be third down, Wade.
1: CPA gets good pasture. CPA will play one more Thursday night game later this year on the 5th of October versus Antioch. And this is the lone Thursday game. For the Wildcats. Minute 20 to go in the third. 41 to 7 is your score. It's been all CPA tonight. First down yardage.
3: Yep, Walker this time.
1: And really, at this point, uh, you are you're kind of alluded to it. Really, you're just kind of trying to build confidence going forward. Uh, yeah, you got to
3: get the bad taste of that first yeah. half out of your mouth. you got to, you you know, if you're BGA right now, you're working with the psyche of your young men. you got you got to take them in there and say, hey, y'all. you got to realize how you just. Who you just tangled with in the first half, right? And uh...
1: turn and give on first and 10. Walker up the middle. Good tackle at the end of that run by CPA's Chase Gregory. Also, Trip Haraf making the tackle. So the five-yard pickup. This could be the final play of the third. Again, a running clock situation here. BGA could.
3: They don't even have. To, they don't even have to snap it. I think they're going to wait.
1: Maybe take it to the fourth. Yep. Yeah. Body language kind of indicates that, or maybe snap it very late. I guess.
3: Okay. Now they're going to line up back like they're going.
1: <laughs> to Yep. Game clock. They do snap it with two, and it's oh, a rollout oh. and a one-on-one battle. Sacked. How Hayden McKee, the senior linebacker. Just tracking down Marable, and that is an unfortunate way to end the quarter. And the body language kind of looked like not everybody was in sync right there, maybe thinking they were going to take it to the fourth. But I bet you they're wishing ahead. They you're exactly <laughs> right, partner. So the sack brings us to the end of the third. 41 to 41-7, BGA does put points on the board. But it is all lions here tonight. Scott and I will be back right after this. You are listening to Main Street Prep's Thursday night game of the week coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.
0: We're back in one minute. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control.
6: What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests and we'll always have your back.
0: Call Moxie Pest Control at 615 469 5710. That's 615 469 5710. Or visit them at
2: moxieservices.com.
6: It's just a few cocktails at happy hour.
2: There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. <laughs>
4: If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.
1: 41-7. to seven. BGA scored the only points of the third. It is third and 14. Backups in for CPA predominantly. Starter's kind of still in for BGA. They're going to play fake. They throw. And Marable finds Hayes. Hayes is shoved out of bounds by a couple of defenders at around the 25. He's going to be a couple of yards shy of the first. I I thought, but they have adjusted the scoreboard to say first down. They're going to
5: have
3: to go back and change that. Yeah, it was
1: well short, it looked like to me. Fourth and two. They're going to go for
3: it, obviously. I mean, there's no reason not to at this point. Uh, Fourth and two. The, it's go-for-it territory anyway at the 24-yard line. Just follow that big, that big man on the left side.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of beef on that left side of the line. It's a delayed handoff, though. They really didn't get it Same going. Man. And the stutter step the leads to a loss. Coleman is brought down. Mc- Hayden McKee makes the That was McKee play.
3: again, and really, yeah. At that point, you really just want to get something going downhill behind the big men, and, and the delay just gave McKee a chance to get back there and make the play for CPA McKee. Uh, I tell you, it's going to be interesting to see, like you said, uh, Hayes, uh, Hayes is a junior and Marable is a, a sophomore. It's going to be interesting to see what those two guys can do next year. And I really like – a lot about this BGA team in that the size that they have up front the athleticism they have their quarterbacks really are you know really good based based on what I've seen of him not as much tonight I'm obviously he was facing a pretty daunting task tonight Wade but uh, you know what you, obviously CPA is good CPA is going to be hard for CPA to get anybody, I, and really, that, I was thinking about that just a minute ago, too. How would you like to have seen that Pearl Cone-CPA game? Ooh. I mean, good night. Oh,
1: excuse me. Uh, allow me to dust my shoulders off. The game that I was the lone member of the staff to predict Pearl Cone to beat That's C.P.A. Right. That, That's that right. game you're referencing? That game, exactly. Man, that would have been a great one to be at, partner. What a war that was as uh, Pearl Cone beats NBA week one and then follows up with a win. Uh, Versus CPA week two.
3: CPA takes over. They hand the ball off and it's going to get about four yards. That's number four for CPA running again. That's Reed, Dylan Reed. He's been running the ball mostly here in the second half as uh, we've been on a running clock. Once again, 41-7 is your score in the fourth quarter with a running clock. CPA scored all 41 of their points in the
1: first. Yep, it's been tough sledding tonight for the Wildcats. Four passing touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns. Yeah. Two beautiful deep balls and a yeah. nice screen play. right, on the three tutties there for the Lions. Andre
3: Evans has two touchdowns. It's I had I had the total passing yards at about 151 total passing yards, uh, and then the rushing yard. I thought I had over right at 300 yards total. I mean, and and, and you think 41 yards and 151 yeah, passing yards, right. but they were short it's fields. Good. A lot of short fields. They were throwing those balls for 40, 30. You know, forty yards, thirty-five yards, stuff like that. So that's why you don't get big numbers.
1: Yeah, let's not forget the game started with about a seventy-yard kickoff return. Right. CPA began at the twenty-five-yard line. Exactly. Nice throw to the sideline, but it's hauled out out of bounds. Hey, Scott, I wanted to mention you and I had uh, been talking, doing our research and uh, all of our due diligence for for BGA, our quality hosts here. Uh, and I, I was joking with you. But there's a lot of notable alumni, and I gave you a, a good rundown of the list, but. I got two buddies listening into our broadcast tonight. You got friends? I got friends, and some of them are in high places, believe it or not. (laughs) Two good buddies, uh, brothers Will and Sam Martin, proud BGA alums. Will is a men's basketball coach at Missouri Western uh, NCAA Division II program, and Sam Martin is the coach at Zion Christian Academy. All right. Uh, Both former uh, student athletes and colleagues of mine at Martin Methodist College, now UT Southern. They're tuned in, and they're saying – and I wish we had an offense like CPAs because yeah. BGA had that tough sled near tonight, everybody
3: partners. wishes they had an offense like CPA right now, but, but we got to remember, you know, we talked about, boy, he turned that one
1: over to beautiful him. punt Woo. here on fourth and five punting from around the 20. And this is going to die at around the 14 great punt by Van Orman. this second yeah. part of the night. So. Say
3: this. I mean, we talked about it. Andre, Andre Evans is going to LSU uh, we got Leroy Harris III, who just – I've just said, said where I'm going, but I promise you, yep. it's got a one after the D, all right? He's going to a D1. He's going to a Power 5 D1 school, uh, if Leroy Harris III is. I mean, you got – Wade's listed off the uh, – everywhere everybody's going. I, everybody wants an offense like that,
1: Wade. Well, yeah. <laughs> and, and, again, the point that we tried to hammer home a couple times tonight, Yes, they got all the talent, but they have executed at an extremely high level yeah, tonight. Yeah. They left no wiggle room for BGA from the jump.
3: No, and that's that's I, I made. The, yeah, we need to double make that point because how many teams come in with a uh, with all the talent and all the experience, and then they lay an egg and they leave a team in it and let that team come. Uh, if they, you know, if they didn't come and execute well, they were they would have faced a a lot harder row. Instead, they they. Uh, built this lead and now they're now their teammates get to come in play some.
1: Drive begins here at the thirteen. Look out. Walker. Walker running with some purpose right there.
3: I mean this shows you that BGA is no slouch. We've uh we've seen them move the ball down the field against what I call uh more reasonable competition.
1: <laughs> yeah. Very yeah. eloquently put earlier uh uh Regular human beings, yeah. I think, was not, how you describe Not superheroes, right? Not the
3: superheroes that were, they were playing a while ago. Uh, the playing in the first half.
1: 41-7. Final few minutes here. Uh, stretch play. And going for a ride and down eventually on that tote was Coleman. Yeah, number 35, Good job Coleman. of stringing it out there. I think Jacob Coleman, they need to get him on the bench. Uh, look. That young man
3: is—he's hurting right now, and he's been hurting for the last two or three series. I'm obviously not telling the coach what to do, but I think maybe they'll let him let him have the rest of the night off. He's—he's been—he's
1: he's earned a break. He's been—he's been
3: a warrior tonight. Let's just put it that way.
1: Guffey Brown Stadium here on the campus of BGA. In two weeks, we will be in Murfreesboro as Oakland. And Siegel, my friend. Woo, that is going to be a good one. Oakland is currently three and one. They are set to host Blackman tomorrow night. Okay. And then Oakland gets Rockvale on the road. And then Siegel will be the host on Thursday, September 28th. We are off on our Thursday night broadcast next week. Uh, Stay tuned for the rest of our schedule. But that one is going to be a Donnybrook in Rutherford County, my friend.
3: A kerfuffle.
1: There, yeah, a uh, slobber knocker, some might would say, <laughs> as those two schools. And that's been the fun thing, Siegel, as you have kind of pointed out earlier in the broadcast tonight. Relatively new school. I mean, within the last, you know, years. 25, 20, 25 years. Yep. Uh, rivalry uh, forming instantly. Uh, they kind of came on the scene, have had great uh, success in virtually all their sports. So, it's
3: interesting to me see Oakland do well because they weren't that great of a team whenever I was covering it with – whenever I was actually an intern with Monty Hale. Uh,
1: now a colleague. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh. This is tossed toward the sideline. New pitch and catch combination there. Ryan Krause was the intended receiver, and it's incomplete. Fourth and 11 upcoming. That was Will Evans. Uh, all right, Will Evans, I should say, is trotting on now. Marable's night is officially done. 5.18, and the clock is rolling here. This has been a... It's been a show. I mean, uh,
3: CBA's put on a show. It's, It's been... If you can get past the fact that you kind of feel uncomfortable watching BGA try to... You know, it's just... Low snap here on the yeah. punt
1: attempt. This is – fielded clean, though, and kicked away. It'll die at around the 49. Scott, I will never forget we've we've also hearkened uh, on the fact that we cover Giles County and Richland predominantly. Giles County, in a year in which the Bobcats made it all the way to the state championship game, they came up to CPA, and they were playing well, undefeated, and almost eerily similar to tonight. They kicked it off. And CPA housed it, and you could just see yeah. the energy zapped, and they got absolutely flattened after that. Right. And I credit BGA for kind of picking themselves up off the mat. And they were a play or two away defensively from getting a stop and maybe making it a little competitive ball game early. Right.
2: Yeah.
3: But the Lions. Well, it's just been a snowball from the very beginning. The seventy-yard kickoff return, twenty-five yards to, for their first touchdown. Next time they got they they actually hold them for a third down and uh, they hit a slant to Harris who takes it 41 yards to the house. It's 14 to nothing before you know it. And then the next next time they got fourth they got them on fourth down and they get they get the fourth down next play he hits uh he gets Andre Evans for a 42 yard touchdown pass. I mean it's like it's it's uh man when you got that many different place, ways to go. <laughs> It's 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 uh it's pretty daunting for a for a team. Like I said, it's already hurt with uh six players out. So but, hey, vagging effort. I'm yeah. gonna say that for sure for BGA. You definitely want to say that. I mean, they those guys they never gave up. The Mar the uh Maribel, Caden Maribel never gave up. He he got almost killed a couple of on that one series where they lost like 30 yards on the series. I thought he was gonna get killed a couple of times. So. They never gave up, not a single one of them, and that's that's to their credit.
1: 255 to go. Good. Running hard and making a good tackle at the end of that play was Jackson Harlan for the read on the carry, Harlan on the tackle for the Wildcats here. Jack Gregg also in on the tackle. So Coach Rodriguez and the Wildcats going to fall to two and three. Coach Engel Martin and the Lions going to go to four and one. And we play on him after tonight, partner. We are officially beyond halfway of the bring high school is football that not season. Amazing? That's amazing? That's just amazing. It it, flat, it floors me every single year because we we work so hard and everything. Guys, we got Ooh. a big play brewing. Fourth and one, flying off the backside they edge. Got it. Could be a strip sack on our hands. The ball comes loose. It is recovered by the Wildcats.
3: Fans getting fired up. Oliver Sellers comes in from the backside on the blitz. And the quarterback for CPA at that point is Weston Wilford. Knocks the ball out. BGA comes away with it. Gets the crowd a little something to cheer about here in these last uh, inside two minutes to go in this ballgame.
1: Good little. Positive note maybe to end this thing on. Yeah. Miles Sawyers is going to check in now across the offensive line for the Wildcats. As we tick away here, it's been a CPA kind of night. And, again, if they had not uh, stubbed their toe versus Pearl Cone earlier I, I, in the year, they would be sitting here undefeated.
3: I'd like to see Pearl Cone's defense. They held them to 11. Is that what it was? They to 11. They, what the, isn't that what the score was? I'd like to see their defense.
1: <laughs> Here's a deep ball. Well thrown, oh. nearly caught. Good toss right there from Bo Bryan, the third string quarterback.
4: Oh, that's right. Take, I him, take away, him.
1: partner, reminder fans here Luke, one more that, time.
3: That young man's father is Luke Brian. None other than country music star Luke Brian.
1: The Luke Brian.
3: Yeah, the Luke Brian.
1: Wow. Bo Brian. That was a good ball, sophomore, too.
3: Sophomore, if I'm not mistaken, or is he? I think he's a sophomore.
1: Freshman. Freshman. Bo Brian is just a freshman, folks. Yeah, Pearl Cone wins that game 15 to 11. They're undefeated.
3: I'd like to see their defense. Either that or figure out what CPA didn't do, right, because uh, I can't see anybody stopping this team for 11 points.
1: Final play or two here. I think Giff out of the backfield. What a load out of the backfield for Jack Gregg running hard. And reminder, uh, Evans, the star receiver for CPA, transferred from Pearl Cone. That's right, yeah. So we yep. could be talking even more loaded Firebird squad. As Greg's carry will carry us to the finish line. It is a final tonight, folks. 41 to 7. The Lions run away with it. 41 nothing was your score at the half. BGA gets its loan points in the third quarter. Arnett Hayes with the big run. He had a great little gallop out of the backfield, but CPA, the line's too strong. That's now 10 straight in this series yeah. in favor of CPA. Uh, again, they met for the 2018 state championship, but this has been a one-sided affair as of late, and it's one-sided here tonight, partner. It's 41-7. to 7. I think we've kind of uh, ran through everything. CPA played uh, virtually a flawless first half. Yep. BGA was just behind the eight ball early. They fought hard, but they could not make up the ground they needed. And uh, that kind of is the tail of the tape as this one comes to a close.
3: A lot of talent out on that field from both sides, especially on the uh, white team, the CPA, the white uniform team. They definitely uh, they definitely had the majority of the talent, the majority of the experience. And uh, as we said, they, they uh, executed well. But there's a lot of talent out there. A lot, both these teams got a lot to look forward to. Neither one of them, obviously, CPA is going to make a, a deep run, if not all the way to the state uh, state title game. And BGA has got uh, – they've, they've got a – definitely got a chance to get themselves into a position to make a little run in the, in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, get in the mix. Uh, you know, a lot of folks are saying, especially with Lipscomb being down this right. year, that uh, CPA maybe is their title to lose uh, after coming up shy versus those guys a couple times but you're right BGA you can see the building blocks there's some the
3: stuff there i mean that's what i guess that's what i'm trying to say there's some stuff there Wade, that that makes you see they they've got the tools the uh tools the uh building blocks is a good way of a good team
1: and it's worth pointing out by the way they went 1 and 9 last year yeah. so already sitting here with double at, the wins at already now 2 yeah. and 3 uh and their lone win was uh versus republic last year so bga does fall tonight 41 to 7 hats off to cpa and uh scott as we get ready to wrap things up we want to thank a couple of folks uh especially the staff here at bga who really from the moment we dropped our first correspondence with them earlier in the week they went above and beyond for us here we knew it was going to be a great experience but they really kind of exceeded even our expectations
3: yeah i've got some uh, yeah i've yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, it it's to watch that kind of team play is just it's an amazing way. So, uh
1: that it was worth the trip up here for that. As that uh is one of our shout outs again, we also want to thank uh a good friend of ours. Uh you can read words from our good friend and colleague Russell Venezzi uh online uh tonight later this week on Main Street Preps. He helped us with a lot of uh, details on both of our rosters here, so thank you to Russell as always, and thank you to everybody for tuning in. Scott, any final thoughts before we close up shop? No,
3: man, it's been another great night. Thanks to everybody who's listening. Thanks to Main Street Media Radio and Main Street Media TV. I once again would like to encourage all you high school football fans out there to get yourself to MainStreetMediaTV.com, to get the Main Street Media app, uh, TV app that you can watch, uh, Fire Roku, uh, lots of different ways, Apple TV, lots of different ways to see that. And uh, start watching these great, these I call it tremendous coverage that these local newspaper editors, uh, sports editors are doing. Uh, you're not going to get better coverage, I don't care where you turn, uh, of these high school teams than the local newspaper ed- sports editors that cover them. And now not only can you read that, but we, we, we're we bringing it to you in all kinds of different ways through radio and TV. So I encourage you guys that are out there listening to us who like it to find a schedule, find out when these guys, these shows are coming on, and watch them. Because, uh, like I said, they're covering all these mid-state schools better than anybody else will. There's nobody else that will touch them, touch the coverage that we
1: can give you. I couldn't have said it any better myself. Thank you, uh, Scott Stewart, for all of your hard work behind the scenes. And we will see you, my friend, in two weeks. Our next broadcast of Main Street Prep's Thursday night high school game of the week action is in two weeks' time. Uh, it will be Oakland at Seagull. We've still got a big uh, Ravenwood-Franklin game to come later this year. Uh, and a few others in deep in the month of October. Uh, so we're really proud of our schedule thus far, and we're excited for what's to come. But, again, for Scott Stewart, for our producer tonight, the great one, Justin Kulik, thank you for all of your help behind the scenes. I'm Wade Neely saying so long. A final this evening. CPA runs away with it at BGA. The Lions take it 41-7. to 7. Good night from the campus of Battleground Academy. Wayne Neely saying so long. We'll see you in two weeks. This has been a production of Main Street Preps, Thursday night game of the week coverage, presented as always by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Good night
0: you've been watching the main street preps thursday night game of the week nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in middle tennessee than main street preps the main street preps thursday night game of the week was brought to you by the tennessee highway safety office remember fans don't let fans drive drunk